1: yeah we got marvin in the house he came in with his energy right
2: what up what up how's it going everybody
1: what up so marvin comes to us from prime lending right another
3: one from prime lending yeah dude they, they rock it hard over there they do they do Mm. Good, good bunch of group. Good gr- bunch of group. B- 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 good B- group. Yeah, 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 yeah bunch yeah. of group. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's just fumble we our got words bunches at the beginning.
0: Bunches of groups. This is why he groups.
3: does all the talking. Ah, <laughs>
1: okay, I see. Now it <laughs> makes <Yeah>. sense. Now <laughs> it makes sense. Last <laughs> last time he was tired, right? And he came over and, and we were starting the podcast, and he asked the guy, he's like, "So how long have you been in the insurance industry?" <laughs> 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 totally a real estate guy. <laughs> totally a real estate guy. But he was like, "Dang!" To give him credit, we had been on coaching calls for for insurance agents, like the whole day there's he's just been non-stop insurance brain going so
2: people don't understand how much it takes out of you right i used to do training for target's corporate office Mm. in front of a class 20 Mm -hmm. 30 people when you're talking for eight hours a day you come home your brain is fried oh yeah people they want to talk to you i'm like i've been talking for eight hours (laughs) a day (laughs) to 20 30 people right it takes a lot out of you yeah and it's what i do
3: every day i mean all i do is uh, our agency is full of fresh green agents who yeah. have uh, barely started to get their foot in the door and barely learning. And so all I do every day is say, "This is how you write this type of policy," <laughs> and it's more than that. You know, one of the things that that I pride myself in uh, that we're doing is really building a company culture of. Team and family Mm -hmm. and like caring for one another and uh, and there's an energy that's like just soaring through our agency right now I'm really excited about it. Sorry. I stole the (laughs) spot But yeah, so so definitely it's 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 eight hours of uh, high energy training mm-hmm. keeping people motivated this is what we're doing this is what we got and let's get freaking excited about it nah, yeah. and that,
1: that's kind of what we want to bring to the podcast every day right like you have a story to tell right I mean yep. there's something about Marvin that brought you to this industry there's something about you that that gets you up in the morning that keeps you going that wants you to t- that you the reason why you talk to clients every single day mm-hmm. and that's what we want to get out of new people that are coming into the insurance industry and now we're, we're here to
2: share your story that's awesome that's awesome and and I, I love what you're doing because it's more than just talking for eight hours right i think a lot of people don't understand the coaching aspect they're thinking i'm just giving out information i'm just blurting information Mm -hmm. No, no, you got to get somebody to learn that information Mm -hmm. and be able to take it and make a livelihood out of it so it's not just me giving a presentation no it's me trying to get in your head and trying to figure out how do i get you to learn what i'm trying to give you so then you can make a living off of it which takes a lot of mental energy Yes, it does.
1: does, I mean, and that's one of those. I mean, shout out to uh, Dean Aguilar. Uh, You've seen Mm -hmm. this Truth Hustle stuff, right? One of the biggest things we get from anybody who has worked with Dean is that he gets deeper into the. Yeah, he can teach you. Here's the contract. Here's how it works. It's easy. Right. Here's how you pick up the Mm -hmm. phone. Here's how to Mm memorize the script. But he goes deeper than that. He's like what's stopping you let's get into to know you the person Mm -hmm. to get you to the level where you have confidence to do the
2: activity in whatever situation you end up finding yourself in yeah that's the best part like when i was doing that training at target's corporate office i used to always teach people from three different facets i could teach you how to do something Mm -hmm. i could teach you where to go find how to do it or i could teach you the why right when i teach you the why It doesn't matter what the question is that gets presented to you because you know the thought, the theory behind what it Mm -hmm. is, and you can answer it in whatever way it gets presented to you, Right. which is a big aspect of what you just said he does is the why. It's
1: the why, right? Mm -hmm. Because everything else just gives you additional confidence, right? Mm -hmm. But you got to be able to take that first step. You got to be able to take the action. If you're not willing to take the action, it doesn't matter how much you know. It's never going to get out anywhere. And,
2: And what you know when it gets... When you hear it or see it in a different way than the way you learned it, if you don't know that why behind it, you won't know how to adjust to it.
1: Right. Right. It makes it. Yeah. It makes Cause it you just difference. memorize something. Yes. That's all yes. you did. You're not you modifying. Me- You're not making it your own. Exactly.
2: Exactly. You don't understand the foundation of why it's there. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred
1: percent. So tell me a little bit about you, Marvin. What, how long ago did you get in the industry? What have you been doing? Why? Why real estate? Why transition from talking to 30 people at Target to come to real estate?
2: Um. Well, I've been in the real estate industry about two and a half years now, mm-hmm. uh, lending primarily. Um, I've actually only been in California for about three years. So oh. I'm originally from Chicago. The Windy City. The Windy City. Yeah, so you,
1: you know Mike uh, Mike Cuevas? No. No? He, he's no, a no. real estate marketing he's dude? He's a marketing dude, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah so I know who the, he is. I've never met him. He's from Chicago, too. So yeah. you, know, you yeah. never know. Small cities. <laughs> All right.
2: So you left Chicago. Originally from Chicago. Went to college in Arizona, Arizona State. Um, Arizona just wasn't for me. Wildcats, uh, huh? Wildcats. Sun Devils. Oh, Sun Devils. Yeah, sun devil. ASU. Okay, okay. Wildcats are uh, down south in Tucson. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but Arizona wasn't It wasn't for me. Not enough culture. Not like Chicago. Too hot. Too hot. Yeah, too hot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have hair, man, right? so, so I get burned real quick. <laughs> Turn brown, right? <laughs> um, always loved San Diego. Um, I love the city and the beach, so I figured, you know, San Diego has pretty much a perfect combination of both so came out here Uh, my academic background was in finance so i got my degree in finance and international business came out here actually quit my job at target went to europe for about a month came back packed up my truck and said i'll find my way out here i'll figure it out no job called my aunt i said can i stay with you for a few months
1: she said okay yeah
2: Damn, dude, I had, that, that's ballsy yeah um had about i think three four thousand dollars in my pocket i went from living in a city where you make 40 fifty thousand a year you're living like a king to you need mm-hmm. about 80 to 100 here as, to, as a to single guy apartment to yeah, my, <laughs> uh, to a studio yeah. right but i'm like you know what there's people out here making it um yes. they don't work any harder they're not any smarter i'm sure i could figure my way out and then uh we'll make it work
1: and that's one of those differences that you know people who make it you know the difference between somebody who's really made it and someone who's does who doesn't is they're willing to put in that work. Oh yeah, and and mm-hmm. here and and but the, for me the <clears throat> big difference is what work how you define work, right? Because there are people who work their asses off, physically work mm-hmm. really hard, mm-hmm. but only accept the wage that they're being paid to, yeah. and then there's people who are putting in an extra effort to do something just a little bit different, something that makes them uncomfortable, right? Because when you have that consistent job and you're working your butt off, I can never say that those people don't work because they absolutely do. Mm -hmm. But if they use their mind a little more and they got out of their own way a little bit to just be uncomfortable, their earning potential could skyrocket.
2: Yeah, 100%. And, And I always like to say, you almost have to force yourself to be pushed a little bit more. And it's almost like, Some people kind of scoff when I say this, but you have to put a little bit of, how do I put it, um, controlled stress in your life. Yes. Not to the point where it's going to affect your health or anybody around you, your family, but you have to stress yourself out in a way that's going to cause you. To go ahead and work a little bit more. Yeah, we say it, we
1: say it in our coaching program. It's doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it and at a high level. Yeah. Right? Because yep. those are the things. That you, it, almost everybody knows. If you're in business for yourself, there are certain things that you know are uh, dollar productive activities. Mm-hmm. There's a certain things that you, if you did them every yeah. day, you would be increasing your bottom line. Yep. But those are the things that you avoid doing. Yep. Those are the things that you try to run away from, that you try to find an easy button for mm-hmm. instead of just drilling down and getting to it
2: yeah but here's the thing when that safety net is there Mm -hmm. they're not going to do it if they don't feel like it a lot of times because they know there's a safety net there right absolutely because the 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 gain doesn't drive people as much as As the the loss right as the pain yes okay so if you put a little bit of strategic stress in your life then a lot of times they'll force you to do it. For instance, let's say you make a certain amount of money every year, Mm -hmm. and you want to go and upgrade your house or live somewhere else closer to the beach, whatever it is. You can't necessarily afford it. But if you go and force yourself to go live there, and now you have no other choice... But to pay the bill? But to go do something to pay the bill, you're going to go do it. That's right. But before, as bad as you wanted to go live on the ocean, and you know you had to just go do this one task like you said. Yes. But that gain of living on the ocean didn't push you enough. But... The loss of you not having a house anymore and going bankrupt is going to push you to go do it.
1: You know what? That's a great example because usually I, I lay out the same example in yeah. um, the reasons why we do things. It's, it's you know, I use a cell phone example. Uh, if you don't pay your cell phone, it gets shut off. Yeah. So the fact that it's going to get shut off mm-hmm. is the reason why you pay that bill. Yep. It's That's why it's number one in your priority. Mm-hmm. If you don't pay your car payment. It's gonna get repossessed. That is why you pay your car payment. I love the fact that you know that's kind of a different. That's almost like a ten x approach. Is put yourself in a position where you already where you want to be. It'll force you. And you have no choice to achieve that goal. That's
2: that's true. And here's the thing: cell phone, car, cool. We could get around. There's Ubers. We could find ways. Your living situation. Yeah. You go put yourself in that apartment in that house.
1: You're gonna do whatever you can to make that payment.
2: Because that's where you live. That's where you go at the end of the night.
1: So ultimately, it's the hurt that that really motivates us, not the not the gain. Oh yeah, right. I mean, the carrot is not such as is not as
2: uh, as attractive as the whip. Yep. <laughs> yep. Put it this way, you might let's say somebody built a. Huh? Mm-hmm. There we go. Uh, you're good. <clears throat> We're good. Let's say um, somebody built a million dollar business. Mm-hmm. They loved it, you know, all the extravagant things that come with it, right? But let's say the other person hit rock bottom right They're the person that, the person that hit rock bottom is going to be the one that's hungry again yeah they know that feeling of hitting rock bottom so even that person that built that million dollar business if they come back down and just doing a salary that gain of that million dollar business doesn't drive them to get back there as much as the person that hit rock bottom yeah saying, i'm never going to get back to that point again dude right yeah
1: no it's absolutely true i mean it reminds me of uh i mean it's going to age myself here but <laughs> but uh rocky you ever watch Rocky's the rocky balboa movies mm-hmm. Right. So when he when he's fighting Clubber Lane over there, you know, he's you know, Clubber Lane's over here like he's at the bottom, he's hungry. Yeah. he's what Rocky was in Rocky won. Mm-hmm. He's out there trying to get it because he has no other choice. That's his only desire, his only goal. Yeah. First time he goes up against Rocky, beats the crap out of him. Because he was that hungry.
2: That's hungry, yeah. You have
1: to go out and, and even if you've achieved some sort of moderate success, you need to figure out, you need to find that inner hunger to get you to the next yeah. level
2: it's funny you mentioned the boxing reference i remember somebody i forgot who was fighting a few years back and um this person i knew i'm like who do you got on the fight and they chose the other person that wasn't the champion i said why he's like listen the champion's living in a mansion he's got girls around him he's got whatever he want butlers cars the person the other person is living in a five by ten studio waking up at five in the morning running ten miles you think the champion wants to wake up when he's got all those luxuries around he's him. already made it he's already made it he's not as hungry he might go do his training that's prescribed to him yes but doing what's prescribed to you is not doing that little bit extra that you had exactly. mentioned
1: exactly that's where the extra push-ups yeah. the extra mile without extra somebody telling you because, because you want it mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. And i that mean that's is, the difference it's a fight right? and yeah, life is. life is a boxing fight it is
2: mm-hmm. it is it's yeah. a training
1: match right it I is mean, the more you train at it the, and that's the thing all those things, all those things, I mean, we're correlating them to boxing or training, right? That extra set of push-ups, that extra set on the jump rope, that extra mile, that's the extra effort. That's the that's the thing that you don't want to do, and mm-hmm. you don't want to do it at that time, but you do it at a high level, and it takes you to the next level.
2: Yeah, and it's, it's funny you say that. So I'm very big on fitness, right? And and it's beyond aesthetics. I'm not just looking at the way you look. It's, it's how we function, but for me, it's more mental too, right? For me to wake up first thing in the morning— and while it's dark and cold that already is training my mind to do something i don't want to do right but i told myself i'm gonna do it right right and then and it's physical too it's not just getting up drinking a cup of coffee and then just typing on a keyboard like go make your body move Mm -hmm. and then beyond that it's once you get there okay you train your mind where you're not just jumping around like a monkey and just doing random activities but you actually train your body hey how does my knee have to go where does my foot have to go you know if i have 100 pounds on my back and I'm squatting or doing some sort of exercise. It doesn't matter who's next to me, talking to me. Mm. Can I really tune everything out and focus on my mind, on my body? Because if I could do that, then the rest of the day is a breeze.
1: Yeah, at that point. Yeah. You've already, you've already taken the first step. Exactly. So I like that video you put out. And you were like, if you're at least in the morning, make your bed. Yeah. If you can make your bed in the morning, you've already conditioned yourself. To do the one thing you didn't want to do when you first woke up. You want to be in the bed. You don't want to be making the bed in yeah. the morning. But at least you got that done. I heard uh, it was some military guy that I saw some that that had that same similar yeah. I think quote. Think he wrote that book, right? Yeah, yeah I yeah, think yeah. so. Mm-hmm. And he was saying like, it doesn't matter if you go out the rest of your day, and if you have a shitty day, it doesn't matter because when you come home, that bed's made. The bed's made. So it yeah. doesn't matter at the end of the day that you're you're struggling if you have already conditioned yourself to make those steps mm-hmm. even on a bad day. It's nothing compared to what you've already conditioned yourself. It's a it's developing a habit.
2: Yeah, and it sounds very minimal.
1: It sounds minimal. Right? It's like, what it are has, you talk
2: about? Making a bed?
1: But it's that subconscious effect that right. it has mm-hmm. on your brain. It's that you are conditioning yourself to set yourself up to achieve the next task and the next task and its accumulation yes. effect.
3: This was by Admiral William H. McRaven. Uh, and it's called Make Your Bed, Little Things That Can Change Your Life and Maybe the World. See, it's good to have a Google guy, right? Uh, it's like uh, the guy on uh, Rogan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we, we talked about it on uh, one of our agent calls, uh, Motivation Monday. I think it was mm-hmm. last week,
2: too. So yeah. uh, second time it's come up recently. Yeah. So it's a small task. It is. It's a small task. For instance, like a lot of people talk about when you plan your day and you have a to-do list or however you go about it. Some people's theory is have small, minimal tasks that will just get you in the momentum of doing things. Mm-hmm. The other side is have your three biggest, most important things, right? But you got to figure out what works for you. Yeah, everybody's different. And we, right? we were just having
1: this discussion the other day because that's one of the seven habits of highly effective people, right? Mm-hmm. Where you have your important, not important, yep. right? You have the quadrants and you're you're stacking things in certain quadrants. And then he was talking about how we, we talked about it on the podcast and he was saying, yeah, but... That's good for a general life thing. What about when you're at work? How do you you relate to things that you're at work? And so what did you,
3: how did you break that down? I broke it down into things that I have to do right now, Mm -hmm. things that I have to get done by the end of the day, things that I can put off until tomorrow, and things that I need to get done by the end of the week.
2: I like that and, and I like it's just that. what
1: works for you but it's the same type of concept yeah it's just again what works for you and categorizing prioritizing otherwise you know it it goes out the window and and i'll give you another example uh i talk to people who are i mean you do too you're in lending right we got to get rid of some of this debt right we need to get some rid of some of this debt to put you in a position where you mm-hmm. can buy mm-hmm. which debt do you attack first yeah like if you're looking at it from just a purely financial picture you hit the one with the highest interest rate you're getting the best return on that yeah But that's not necessarily the best thing for the client to continue to do the process.
2: Yeah, And it goes back to what are you trying to achieve? Right. What's your objective? Right. Right? So in a lot of what I try to do with my planning and anything I do, it's what's the objective before we get into how do we go about it? What's your objective? If you just purely want to get a house and get a mortgage. That's what we're going to look at. We're not going to look at what's the highest interest rate. We're going to look at what's going to get you that mortgage. Right. And there's a lot of different factors, right? Using as little money as possible or clearing as much out of your monthly expenses, right? There's a lot of different ways to go yeah, about it. Yeah, we're fixing
1: your DTI here. Or it, we're fixing your exactly, credit here. What are we doing?
2: Exactly. So going back to what he just said and how he structures it is, it's what's your objective? What are you trying to get to? And that's going to help you decide your actions. Right. That's in everything. Yep. Right, and that's
1: in your diet, that's in your exercise, that's, that's in your in, day, and, and that's how you in-
2: post social media, that's how you market yourself in real estate, that's how you go about every action. It should be what's your objective here, mm-hmm. and if you don't have your objective defined first, then you shouldn't even get to your activities and whatever you're gonna do because now you're just doing stuff without knowing what it's trying to go to.
1: 100, percent. it's funny, dude, because that's what was happening on our podcast, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it happens to all of us, it is, right?
2: It is. Especially, here's the thing we've been told, have a to do list, have a to do list, mm-hmm. have a list, mm-hmm. right. You start just putting stuff on the list. Yeah. And you start just wanting because to check stuff up. it's easy to up. put things on there. Yeah. And it feels, oh, you feel accomplished because you got all of them done. But is it getting you where you want to get to? Yeah. You, don't, you, you didn't so have well, an you objective. you check the box? Did you yeah. check
1: the right box?
2: Exactly. I don't care if I check 10, 20. I'd rather check three that are getting me to where I want to get to and mm-hmm. not check the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Because those are the three main things and where I said I want to get to.
1: You know, it's funny because I was listening to uh, Melina Palmer's uh business
2: uh brainy biz brainy biz there you go Mm -hmm.
1: brainy biz podcast on why people buy and and she was talking i think she referenced i think it was warren buffett actually Mm -hmm. and when he was saying like what do you want what do you want to achieve right Mm -hmm. so list them all 20 at least you know the 20 things that you want to achieve in life i heard this and then he he narrows it down he's like okay pick three of those your top top three three. he's okay now you're only going to focus your attention on those everything else forget it you need to ignore it Mm -hmm. those are your distractions Everything else is your distraction, even though they're on your priority list, Mm -hmm. which is what blows everybody's mind. They're on your to-do list. You do want to achieve the things, but those are your excuses to not achieve that not get you to those top three that you want to
2: get to. And it's crazy, especially in our industry, right? Because we always have transactions we're working on, Mm -hmm. and and we're so customer service oriented, right? We want to do whatever we can the most, answer calls at any time, this and that. But at the end of the day, it's not growing our business. Per se if we're not working on it strategically, mm-hmm. right? It'll grow our business indirectly, but it's not the specific things that we said we have to do in order to grow that business. Right. Right. And and I, I stress this with everybody I try to work with and myself too, and I, I had to work on it. You have to find the blocks of time that I'm gonna do this to grow my business. And only do that. Only do this. No phone calls, no notifications, no emails. It's like if I was in a meeting with a client, I'm not answering your call. Right. I'm in a meeting. Exactly. So this is gonna be my meeting. And And I've gotten to the point where now I'm just implementing the first two to three hours of every morning and it's just me.
1: And you know and here's the thing about when you actually have those time blocks mm-hmm. and you're acting like a professional, yep. your clients will respect you more mm-hmm. if you if they just understand that, look, I can answer your calls this is my time frame to answer your call so expect me to call you back at this time otherwise let me schedule an appointment with you and i'll I'll call you back during this specific Mm -hmm. moment Mm -hmm. you're a professional it's like when you go to the doctor you don't just walk in and say hey what's up doc like you know see me right now (laughs) yeah exactly you schedule an appointment
2: yes and and
1: that's the important thing right you're not you know it's it's a perception thing your client needs to understand that your time is valuable Mm -hmm. the time that they spend with you is also valuable and i only want to focus my attention on you so let me schedule an appointment Mm -hmm. so that you have my undivided attention
2: 100 and i think you hit a big point there is you set the proper expectations yes you set the expectations and and you set the expectations of how doing business with you as a professional is going to be mm-hmm. and that's the only way you're going to grow your business yes that's the only way so it's, it's
1: dedicating that time
2: it is oh it, man dude
1: i love our conversation really so <laughs> like, like, okay
2: for then i go back to fitness a lot and because i can i could have a metaphor for fitness and life yeah pretty much for everything right because it's really well yeah when i work out my phone's away. I don't touch it. It's on silent because I, I'm i in that mindset. Just music? Just music. Literally, I don't train with anybody. Just me, music, and that's it. Because I'm trying to gear myself up for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Where I know I have this time block. I'm not going in there having a plan and saying, okay, let me th- see how much I could get done in the hour. Or let me just see how long this workout will take. No, I, I got to you know, plan exactly. for the morning. Yeah, I got to be in by this time. I got to start walking back home at this time. And I gotta be done eating, showering by this time because this is the. I have a nine o'clock appointment with myself to do this.
1: Yes, yes. Right. You value your time spots. Oh yeah, yeah. you have to. Because yeah, we talked about this on a previous podcast. Like you can create a nice looking schedule and it'll look beautiful. (laughs) But if you don't keep your commitments, Mm -hmm. and especially if you don't commit, keep your commitments to yourself. Mm -hmm. How are you going to be expected? How are you to expect yourself to commit to anybody else? No.
3: Exactly. I mean, you can't do that. You can. not That's hey. a snippet
1: right there. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> With a fumble and everything. Yeah. Well, no, both of you because
2: you guys literally were like self. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. I loved it. It's it's the hair, man. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we got a bald connection. <laughs> yeah, there, there's no friction, so the waves just go yeah. like, like, back and forth. <laughs> Thinking, i love, it I, love I, it. I need
1: to grow a beard like a full on beard I think that'll uh, rock I, rock yeah, I mean
2: I'm Middle Eastern man so we it have to it grows nicely like. <laughs> right? I, mean, I had this when I was like 12 years old man it was like here's that 12 you know
3: <laughs> ouch <laughs> Hey, we, uh, when you work
1: out, do you like have your, your you know exactly what you're gonna do that day, like arms, legs, or you know, like uh, you have it mapped out too, or you just kind of like? So
2: yes and no. From what you said, I don't do one body part. I, I I like more full body, because to me that's more of what I'm gonna be doing in life. Mm-hmm. Right? It's it's more if you want to use the word functional, right? It Gets thrown a lot in fitness, but um, that way I could connect with my body because I'm not just working one small muscle. I'm I'm constantly moving that's my form of cardio because my heart's always pumping too i do a set of leg exercise and i do a set of your back exercise so your body's still moving the whole time you're having to use your mind the whole time i'm not sitting there waiting for a minute or two on my phone thinking about stuff like that uh but to answer your question the workout is structured because um like if you've ever studied what um mark zuckerberg or steve jobs used to do they used to always wear the same outfit every morning for a specific reason Mm -hmm. um and it wasn't because they liked that outfit all the time they didn't have to think about it They didn't have to think about it right and and this goes back to what we were talking about when you're training somebody um and it goes back to fitness when you work out you know that your muscle has a certain capacity Mm -hmm. right you can work out that muscle for an hour you start to feel that strength going down Right? It doesn't work as strong. It doesn't, it's not as powerful. You start to feel like a noodle. Yeah. And then hour and a half, two hours, is the muscle is done. Mm-hmm. Well, your mind's a muscle as well. And your mind only has so much endurance to make decisions and make them well. Right. To a certain point, just like physically, your muscles will give up. You'll still be able to get to where you need to get to, walk there. Just not the same level. Not as level. fast, not as efficient. You're not gonna, your brain's the same exact way. You're going
1: to be grumpy. You're going to be tired. You're going to be snappy.
2: Why do you think when parents come home... That's how they are with their kids sometimes because they spend all day at work using up all that energy sometimes mm-hmm. talking to other people. They don't have that musculature endurance anymore in their brain to deal with them.
1: That's true. It's That's the same true.
2: concept. So so long-winded answer here. Yeah, I know what I'm going to work out on because I don't want to waste the energy, mental energy on thinking about what I'm going to work out on. I already have a plan. I already know what I'm going to do.
3: Oh, I thought you were going to say something. No, I, I was like a little bit curious, I guess, about do you... When you plan these uh, workouts, now all of a sudden we're a fitness podcast, but, uh, <laughs> but it, it's cool. Like, do you plan these workouts like a week in advance, uh, this the the night before?
2: Uh, so I normally have like one workout for the week, and then I stick with that for about four weeks. So then you'll have it for the whole month. It's like okay. a circuit, then I'm imagining.
1: Yeah, almost. Yeah, right. But you have nice. it for the
2: whole month, and then every month you switch it up. Nice, yeah, It'll work. Yeah, it's I mean like, it's,
1: it's kind of you, you tend to do the mm-hmm. same thing in training right Like you know we know on Mondays It's, it's more of a motivational day right mm-hmm. On Tuesdays we're doing personal line training yeah. on, on Wednesdays we're doing live training On Thursdays you know we oh, know exactly see. And it's pretty much the same type of content We just kind of mix it up yeah. a
2: bit. And you structure your day when you're training Based on you know where They're going to be mentally right mm-hmm. I'm assuming during the morning time you could get more Of your important things because their brain's still fresh right towards the after lunch towards the end of the day like when i used to train in classes i had 20 30 people i wasn't gonna give them those big why topics at the end end of the day day, no no way they're done already i'm giving them more role playing. i'm giving them more physical activity stuff like that right at the morning it's stuff where i need you to use your brain I need you to get that stuff out there.
1: Because that's when you have the most energy. You've yeah. had the most sleep. Mental energy. Yeah, you have the most mm-hmm. sleep. You're waking up. Your mind's ready for action. You've had breakfast. Yep. You're, you're rocking and rolling. Mm-hmm. All the synapses are firing at the right time. Yep. Later in the day, not so much.
2: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Your mind starts wandering. You know, that, that muscle is not as strong anymore. True. Which is your brain. True. Yeah.
1: Let's take this back to a little bit of lending stuff. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been <laughs> fun. Yeah, Rewind that a little bit. So tell me, uh, why did you get into prime lending? What's, uh, what's cool over there? I mean, Mike told us a little bit about what's going on. How do you, how do you see it?
2: Um, the culture. Culture is big for me, man. Nice. Uh, I really like that. Yeah. Culture is big for me. Um, I primarily went with them because when I came out here, so I came out here, like I was saying, without a job. Um, I was coming to do financial advising, actually, because that was my academic background. And I was interviewing with Edward Jones for the FA position. And then I got recruited, um, with, uh, my manager now, Danny Talia, and, uh, we were at a different company. It got sold. Um, so we went to the second company and something started to change and then we decided to come to prime lending. And I went to him, I said, Hey, what's your take on this company? He said, you know what? They've been recruiting me for like a year or two. And um, even though we didn't choose them the first time around, they still stood back there and they didn't burn the bridge, mm-hmm. um, which was big to me, right? Yeah, it's not it one of those. Yeah, it says something, right? Yeah, it says it something.
1: It doesn't turn your, turn your back on somebody just because they didn't they weren't in a position it, at that time.
2: Exactly, exactly. So then we joined Prime Lending and um, what I love about it is they give you the foundation of a corporate company. They have a strong balance sheet, which to me means they're not going to go under, mm-hmm. right? That balance sheet is strong. It, it's, it's not a mom and pop brokerage. Where you have to worry about what's going to happen when we're not making as much money in the economy, right? Yeah. But they give you the autonomy to be your own company, which is what I love. Yes. Right? So you have the foundation of a corporate company, but then you have the autonomy of your own company.
1: That's funny. That's that's one of the things that we like about, because uh, I'm, <clears throat> I'm actually an EXP agent. Okay. So you've heard of yeah. EXP? And mm-hmm. that's one of those things that I really like about it. There's, I mean, let's be honest. This is a very vanity-filled Industry that we're in, right? And so, (laughs) put it lightly, right? To put it lightly, so a lot of us like, you know, a lot of the agents like to keep their own brand, whether it's their team brand, whether it's their own individual brokerage brand, Mm -hmm. and that's one of those things that I really liked about EXP. Not only is it, you know, it it takes the brokering, being a broker part out of the the hands of the broker, yeah, and just allows them to just continuously recruit and be part of the team and brand themselves the way they want to be branded. Right, and that's that's huge. Which I is think. what all
2: realtors want to do. Yeah, that's that. Yeah. They want
1: their name on it. I own this company, right? This is my business. They
2: want their picture on
1: everything. They want their picture
2: on everything, <laughs>
0: which, is, which is fine. I'm okay with
1: that, right? Yeah, it's, it's exactly. Fine. That's part of it. Right, and and, and it allows that. So I, I like how you said that about prime lending. I mean, that's that's definitely one of those things where like this is my. I'm building the relationships yeah. with these people. I'm building the the connections with my clients. Because it is my business. It's your right? business. The yes. bank,
2: at the end of the day, is only a medium to transfer the cash. Yes, that's yes. all it is
1: you're still in sales it's still your pro- yeah. you're just deciding that this is your product mm-hmm. i'm using this as my product my venue right yep but it's still your retail location exactly. right it's still your spot exactly. the customers
2: are still coming to you yep it's the realtors are working with me right right i mean at the end of the day listen like a lot of mortgage banks essentially offer the same thing mm-hmm. right like when i go and talk to a realtor or a client i'm not pitching them on mortgage products Right, they're all the same. I'm pitching them on me. 30 year fix is 30 year fix. Right? (laughs) Like, don't get me wrong, there's small differences, but nothing that they're going to understand. Right right? We barely understand it in our industry a lot of times, right? <laughs> so for me to try to convey that to somebody that knows nothing about it, they're no. not going to understand that. They, they're going to do business because of me. Because they like you. They like me, yeah. right? Just
1: like their clients, right? Their clients are going to do business with them because they like them.
2: Exactly. Same thing with the realtor, right? They know that I'm going to be an extension of their brand. That's what I look at it, right? Like if you're going to refer somebody to me, I'm an extension of your brand. I need to make sure before we even talk about anything that we get along as yes. people, Right? And Anyways, that it ain't gonna work. Yeah, and that I, I, I'll tell you, hey, I don't think this is gonna work between you and I. Because yeah. I have different opinions from maybe you, or we do business a little different way. Then I wish you the best, but it may not work out. So let's just stop it right here.
1: Plus, you have more fashion than me. So you know <laughs> what? This ain't gonna work. <laughs>
2: Are you are you ending
1: the podcast? Right, that's it. We're gonna be done here. You guys didn't see, but he came all dressed up, all nice. Made me feel bad the moment I walked in.
2: <laughs> I mean, we, I I did the video earlier. That that yeah, video right? was called what was it? Fashion, it was fashion fitness, fitness, and real estate facts. I'm yeah. like, all right, you have to.
1: <laughs> no, but it it, it does make a difference. I mean, you're out there putting yourself in front of clients. You gotta look the part. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah.
2: 100%. And we live in San Diego.
1: Come on,
0: man. I mean, I know it's raining, but... yeah, Well, yeah,
1: but even on a, on a rainy day, it's still a nice day. Yeah, like, oh, come on. I mean, I, I'm from much. Chicago, I mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a windy city day. How are we doing in time? We're good. We're it's, good. It's that time. All right, see, he's got the biological clock letting me know. All right, dude, so I want you to talk to the cameras. Tell them how, how to get in contact with you, this camera. Right. And uh, you do have your contact info right there. But if yeah, there's yeah. any other way, let them know.
2: Um, honestly, hit me up on social media Instagram, Marvin underscore Yonan. Um, you could Marvin dot Yonan at primelending dot com. Um, Marvin Yonan on Facebook, any way you can.
1: And check him out on Facebook, dude. He does have the, fit, the fitness, fashion, and real estate show. I mean, they're little snippets. They're not long, right? Ours right. is 30 minutes. His is what, like a couple minutes? A minute or two at yeah, most. Yeah, at most. And it's just. Little punchy, useful information just to you know put you in that little mindset to get you going, yeah, right. All right, and then lastly, uh, who do you think would be a good addition to the podcast?
2: Good addition to the podcast, you know what? Because you, uh, when I said culture, your head stood up a little bit. I'll say Danny Talia, my manager, okay, cool, just because he's big on bringing culture to the industry, and um, just like he got recruited. He's kind of taken that approach to everything he's doing as well, which is a little bit differently, especially in the lending ball game, right? It's more, let me get to know you as a person. I know you might not want to change companies now or do anything, right? but let me at least present you with what's out there and see if this culture fits for you in the future whenever something yeah. happens.
1: Because change happens, and if in it happens, industry, and if the time's right, great. Exactly. If it doesn't, yeah, good on you, mate. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Sweet. All right. So, Danny, so what we're going to do is when we post it, actually, went live, so we'll, we'll We'll share it with you, and then you can tag them on there, and then we'll put them in contact. And we we'll got like a uh, five spots left in February. <laughs>
2: uh, we'll get them on here, and we'll
1: get them. We'll get them locked away.
2: Yeah. What was the last name again? Talia. T A L I A. Danny Talia. Hmm. Oh, Marvin,
1: yeah. thanks for being on the podcast, brother. Thank you for having me, man. Appreciate it. You are now a friend of the business bros. <laughs> if you ever need anything, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be Facebook stalking you, dude, or That's Instagram stalking sure. you, commenting and stuff. So. Uh, if ever you guys have any questions, you can email me hernon at csfirst.com. You can find us on social at business bros pod. And if you have any insurance needs, hit up the bus- the uh, real estate, bro, <laughs> the insurance, bro. James, See, that, that brain is, tired. That yeah. Brain yeah, is yeah, yeah. tired. At The end of the day, James <laughs> at dot That's all we got for you guys today.
0: Peace.
2: Bye mom. Bye guys. And I'm out.
0: Thank you for listening to the business bros podcast. Are you interested in being on the show? Are you looking to sell your home?